1: Welcome to episode number 101 of this program live, Mike. I'm your host, Lee Lonsberry. I have very important people on hold right now. We're going to be speaking in just a moment to Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox. We're going to be talking to the talking about rather this story out of Utah County where the accusation is two businesses have totally disregarded the guidance handed down by medical officials in the state, by the various departments of health, by the Coronavirus Task Force, and all that we're going to get into that but can I share something personal with you uh, to kick off today's program as you know for the past uh, month or so six weeks even I've been broadcasting my program from the guest bedroom of my home in an effort to uh, exercise good social distancing KSL News Radio has uh, taken some steps to to separate us out a little bit and make sure that we're not uh, passing the coronavirus around the workplace and I have told you that it has come with it a number of silver linings As I've been home, I have been able to spend more time with uh, my beautiful wife and my brand new beautiful baby, Piper. I talked to you a few weeks ago about one of the milestones I was able to witness, and that was Piper eating solid food for the first time. Well, this morning, we are knocking on the door of a new milestone, which is Crawling. I just walked out into the living room and I saw her. Uh, she was on her hands and halfway up onto her knees, and she is becoming a mobile child. And all the experts, all the other parents tell me that that is the dawn of, uh, of a difficult time in child rearing. Anyway, so uh, I share that with you because uh, it, it meant a lot to me to be able to witness that here this morning. Now, let's uh, get on with the news of the day. So what have we heard so far in Utah County? two businesses. Uh, The accusation is that the heads of those businesses had handed down instructions to employees to disregard the social distancing guidelines, uh, not to follow them. In fact, uh, the result of all of that uh, was 68 cases of this coronavirus. Now, uh, there are a number of things that we don't yet know. We don't know the identity of these businesses. Uh, We don't know what the consequences may be Uh, for these businesses. We've heard from a few officials thus far. We've heard from the Utah County Department of Health. We have heard from uh, a commissioner in Utah County. Uh, One voice we have not yet heard from is Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox. And he joins me now. Lieutenant Governor, sir, how are you?
0: We yeah, are doing well, and, and thank you for sharing some of the good news, some of the silver linings. I, You're, you're on that end. Um, we've got a, a, our four kids under one roof again that we didn't think would happen maybe ever again. A, a son home early from a mission and uh, and one from college. And so having all four kids back together has been a special time for our family as well.
1: It's incredibly sweet stuff. I, did, I would never have realized what I was missing out on. Uh, had I been at this very moment uh, down the street broadcasting from Broadcast House. So it, it does feel good to uh, to sniff out some of these silver linings and some of the benefits that are coming from all of this social distancing. Anyway, uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about what's going on in Utah County. Tell, tell me about your reaction to this news when you first heard it.
0: Well, my, my reaction was really one of disappointment and, and uh, ca- kind of incredulous that, that this could really happen. Look, we're, we're one of only seven states that didn't do a statewide shutdown. We're one of the first five states to start opening things back up. And the reason we've been able to do that is because... People have been just so responsible, and it's been awesome to see. And and we're trying to get the economy rolling again. And and the the thing that could set us back is this this type of behavior. And and look, it, it's going to happen. We understand that people are going to make mistakes, and people are going to spread the virus. But but this, at least from the reports, went even beyond that. That they had people test positive, and they still told them they had to report to work. And uh, and that's that's where you see these mass events, those are the things that concern us the most, is when you have 50 or 60 or 70 people get infected from in one place or from one person. And so it's just, it's really disappointing that, that people wouldn't take at least those basic measures uh, to, to keep people safe and to prevent this from spreading much more broadly.
1: Let me ask you this. Are, are you willing or able to identify these, uh, these businesses?
0: Well, I'm, I'm willing, um, but I'm, I'm not able uh, for a couple reasons. One, I do not know the identity of these businesses. It has not been shared with me. Um, the Department of Health has said that they will not be releasing the names of these businesses. Um, I've pushed pretty hard. Um, I, I think that that's a mistake, but um, I, I understand. What, what I'm being told is that uh, they do not have much interaction at all with the public. And uh, that there are privacy concerns. Now, I, I think those privacy concerns that they're talking about uh, refer to the employees who have, who have uh, been diagnosed. And there, there are some HIPAA issues. Um, if, my understanding is if it's a company that interacts regularly with the public, mm-hmm. then, then they can. Uh, th- there are exceptions to those rules to allow that to be made, made public. Uh, but where these businesses were not, they have not shared that. So they have not, I do not know uh, the, the names of these businesses.
1: And let me ask you this, uh, as head of the COVID-19 task force, are you aware of any orders or laws that may have been violated by these two companies uh, thus far?
0: Well, I, I know that that's being looked into. Um, I'm, I'm not directly aware if they uh, if they did violate um, the orders that we had in place at the time. Of course, Utah County was not under an order uh, like, like Salt Lake County and, and some of these others. You know, there, there's another question about potential liability for these companies. And, uh, you know, I, I am an attorney, at least a recovering attorney. <laughs> uh, there, the, uh, the legislature did pass during the special session some immunity for companies to protect them from frivolous lawsuits. And, and just you know, plain kind of negligent type lawsuits. Uh, but if, if if indeed that they were, you know. Telling people they had to show up for work, even though they had the the, the, the virus, um, that's a little different than saying, "Hey, yeah, we, we can't keep everybody six feet apart." We understand that there are some businesses where that can't happen, but it, but in that case, I, it, it, that would seem to me to, to maybe pass even beyond into some sort of uh, willful um, conduct that that could uh, could lead to uh, to potential lawsuits down the road. Um, but I but I do know that that's being looked at.
1: Sir, I'm grateful to you for your insight. I'm grateful to you for making some time to chat with us here on the radio. And, you know, I'm I'm grateful to you, too, for uh, the work that you have done on behalf of the state of Utah in your capacity uh, as head of this coronavirus, this COVID-19 task force. I'm sure uh, those years ago when you signed up for the job, you had no idea that you'd be guiding our state through a global pandemic, and uh, the the results speak for themselves, sir. We're doing okay in Utah. We're doing so uh, under your guidance. I'm grateful to you. Thank you.
0: Well, Lee, that's very kind of you. We live in an incredible state, and look, there, there's no roadmap or, or you know, instruction manual for how to do this. It's been 100 years since we had anything like this, uh, but what makes Utah special are the people that come together and work really, really hard to protect their neighbors and to, uh, to keep people safe. Thank you for getting good information out there.
1: All right, that's the way. Uh, my guest has been Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox. We're speaking uh, about this story out of Utah County where two businesses, uh, it has been accused, And alleged that the bosses of these businesses uh, were going against the guidelines of the state coronavirus task force and the health officials uh, at the state and county level. And that's a heartbreaking thing because, in my estimation, that willful disregard for guidance could be born of only two attitudes, either ignorance or defiance. Ignorant to the guidance which has been shared with us by these medical experts or defiance uh, against those uh, rules and regulations. Either one of them uh, is unacceptable and neither one of them is the Utah way. You hear about this Utah way repeated by folks like Spencer Cox, Lieutenant Governor and others who point to the good success that you and I as Utahns are enjoying as we stand together and with patience and prudence and discipline combat this coronavirus we're doing okay here in utah and it is not the utah way to respond with ignorance or defiance as may be the case in utah county manifested by these two companies Uh, it breaks my heart it frustrates me it angers me uh, because it endangers other utahns we got to fix that and we got to make sure that this attitude is not rampant all right i'm going to take a break when we come back my guest will be salt lake city mayor aaron Mendenhall. Uh, She has a a number of things uh, we are going to discuss, including possibly a new flag for Salt Lake City, Utah's capital city. Also gonna talk about some of the streets in Salt Lake City being uh, closed down to vehicles, opened up for folks to enjoy and take advantage of all the space offered by the streets to uh, recreate while doing so safely and observing social distancing. Aaron Mendenhall, mayor of Utah's capital city, Salt Lake, next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. Hey, remember the word we learned earlier today? Vexillologist, remember what that means? means one who studies flags. Anyway, uh, just trying to keep you up to speed on all of the trivia content here available to you on Live Mike with me, your host, Lee Berry. Hey, uh, listen, I want to turn my attention to Utah County for the next few minutes here. We spoke earlier on this program to the Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox in his capacity as head of the COVID-19 Task Force. The story that you have heard reported on these airwaves throughout the morning is that two businesses in Utah County are accused of having uh, ignored the health guidelines handed down by county health uh, department officials, state health department officials, the coronavirus task force, the World Health Organization, the CDC, good common sense, everyone. Uh, they the, the accusation is that even after even after an employee tested positive for the coronavirus, instruction was handed down to get yourself to work. Well, what's been the outcome? We have learned that out of these two businesses, 68 people have tested positive for the coronavirus. And I want to tell you, my first reaction to that was one of heartbreak. Heartbreak, why? Well, because here, Well, first off, how do you feel? When you hear the story, what does it make you think? Do you wonder why? These instructions were handed out. Now, again, these are all allegations and the, the strike force and the contact tracing and all of that will maybe someday reveal what actually happened there. But as you've heard from various folks at different levels in the spirit of privacy, we may not ever learn which companies they are. Now, I'm going to respect that, uh, but if you happen to know, would you send me a note? 57500, Utah Community Credit Union text line. Y- if you happen to know. Now, listen, I'm not going to reveal uh, anything that the State Health Department hasn't revealed, or the Lieutenant Governor, or any officials haven't revealed, but I am curious, and I'd like some leads. And if you could help me out with that, I would be very grateful. 57500, again, the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Or you can find me at Facebook. And if you go there to the Lee Lonsbury Facebook page right now, you're going to find. Expert report written by Mary Richards. Someone I spoke to earlier this morning on this little Facebook Live thing I do. Anyway, she's written an article that outlines all the details of what has happened in Utah County and the fallout from that. We've also, on these airwaves, had a number of conversations throughout the morning. Uh, as I mentioned to you a moment ago, I had the opportunity to speak with Spencer Cox. I want to share with you some of what he had to say, particularly when I asked him about identifying uh, the names. Of, of these companies, whether or not he was willing or able to do that. And he had a fascinating uh, response to that. I want to play that for you now. Listen to this.
0: Um, the Department of Health has said that they will not be releasing the names of these businesses. Um, i pushed pretty hard. Um, I, I think that that's a mistake, but um, I, I understand. What, what I'm being told is that uh, they do not have much interaction at all with the public. And uh, that there are privacy concerns. Now, I, I think those privacy concerns that they're talking about uh, refer to the employees who have who have uh, been diagnosed. And there there are some HIPAA issues. Um, if my understanding is, if it's a company that interacts regularly with the public, mm-hmm. then then they can. Uh, th- there are exceptions to those rules to allow that to be made made public. Uh, but where these businesses were not, they have not shared that. So they have not. I do not know uh, the, the names of these businesses.
1: Did you catch that? So the lieutenant governor, if, if he had his druthers, he would share the names of these companies. He doesn't know them. And the advice of the health department is that they uh, withhold the names from the public. And the rationale given is that these types of businesses are the types where not too much public interaction takes place. And so the risk to the overall public is not high if it, if it exists at all. And revealing the identity of these businesses may compromise the privacy of those people who do work there. Now, I need to keep an eye on things because every once in a while I hear myself telling these stories and I'm sharing facts and figures and I forget the fact, or at least I lose sight of the fact, that the numbers all relate to actual human lives. That each one of these cases, the 68 cases to stem from these two businesses in Utah County, each one of those 68 is a, is a person. And uh, Dave Noriega this morning had the opportunity to speak with Ralph Clegg, who's the executive director of the Utah County Health Department. And Dave uh, very wisely and I think thoughtfully asked uh, about the condition uh, for those folks who have tested positive. So here uh, you have Ralph Clegg, again, executive director of the Utah County Health Department, uh, sharing with Dave Noriega this morning on KSL News Radio about how those folks are doing.
0: It's really important that we have cooperation from all businesses, uh, you know, throughout the state. Uh, in in dealing with this this outbreak, it's important for those who are sick to stay home and to uh, be in isolation, as we've asked them to be, and, and contacts to be quarantined as well, uh, you know, just to help us, you know, control the spread of the disease. I have not heard of any severe uh, health outcomes from this the particular situation you're, you're referring to, but the possibility is always there. And so that's why we don't want it to happen at all.
1: All right, very good. Uh, I, I, I'm, I, it's important, I think, that as we hear these stories and as we tell these stories, we do constantly remind ourselves that these are people's lives. And that these people have families, they have loved ones, they have co-workers. It's a heartbreaking and scary thing. Someday we'll be able to look at this uh, with the added benefit of hindsight. And that hindsight will be 2020. But right now, there is just too much uncertainty. And uh, there is legitimate fear all around. I, I'm afraid. You know, I try to uh, meter that fear with good, reliable information. But there is much that is unknown still. We don't know when this is going to come to an end. We don't know when we'll be able to, uh, what, move into the yellow phase and the green phase, and then whatever color comes after that when you and I are able to uh, look back on these days and laugh about what it was like to be confined in say the guest bedroom where I am or uh, wherever it is that you find yourself engaging in good social distancing. Uh, so just re- remember that. And I'm sorry for that little tangent there. Uh, I do want to share with you one last comment this morning. Uh, I er, from a conversation I had earlier today, rather, with Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox. I asked him about whether or not there had been any laws uh, violated, and he answered this way.
0: I know that that's being looked into. Um, I'm, I'm not directly aware if they uh, if they did violate um, the orders that we had in place at the time. Of course, Utah County was not under an order uh, like, like Salt Lake County and, and some of these others. You know, there, there's another question about potential liability for these companies. And, uh, you know, I, I am an attorney, at least a recovering attorney. <laughs> uh, there, the, uh, the legislature did pass during the special session some immunity for companies to protect them from frivolous lawsuits and, and just you know, plain kind of negligent type lawsuits. Uh, But if 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 indeed that they were, you know, telling people they had to show up for work, even though they had the the virus, um, that's a little different than saying, hey, yeah, we we can't keep everybody six feet apart.
1: So that's the response from the lieutenant governor in his capacity as coronavirus task force head. So it's an I don't know. It's not yet known if these companies down there violated the law, and time will tell, certainly, and we'll continue to follow this story as it uh, as it becomes more and more clear uh, if it does, in, case, in fact, do that. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, I'm going to be joined by Salt Lake County District Attorney Sim Gill. He has... Uh, been working on an issue for the last month or so where the ACLU made a request of the Utah Supreme Court that jails around the state of Utah release prisoners. Why? Well, to safeguard them against the spread of the coronavirus. Uh, Sim Gill has some pretty strong thoughts on that. He will be my guest next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.